Swiss cheese, tomato, red onion, pickle, avocado, lettuce, garlic, aioli, on ciabatta, which is an Italian white bread. The best of the best out west. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Remember when your mom used to say, eat your cranberries or you'll get a bladder infection? Well, if you ignored her and now you're in trouble, well, you need the health-giving stuff you can only get at the health nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins, and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a healthy grocery store and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy. Get healthy. And that all starts at the health nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. Dale Cahoy with Perry Trailer Sales. We're going to talk about the Titan Dump Box trailers you have in stock, Dale. Bob, we've got 14-foot, 16-foot gooseneck dump boxes. For the really heavy loads, we have a 16-foot triple axle, so you can load it up and not go overweight on it. They have tarps, solar panels, so if it's sitting there for a couple weeks and you need it, your batteries are going to be charged and ready to go. We also have the wireless remotes, so you don't have to get out of your truck to unload them. You can just press a button, and they unload. Come on down to the Titan Dump Box trailers at Perry Trailer Sales 2516 Coffee and Avenue. Look, we all know gas prices are no fun, but we're here to help you with that. This is Dan Popple, mortgage lender with Homestar, and I've got great news. Our Homestar gas card giveaway is back. Three more lucky winners will each get a $100 gas card to Farmers Co-op. And with Memorial Day weekend at the end of the month, it's perfect timing. Enter now and every day through May 25th. Winners will be chosen by random draw on May 26th. Go to the Homestar gas card giveaway on the contest page of sharedmedia.com. Homestar. The easiest way home. On this week's Weekend Sports Wrap podcast, we talk about arguably the greatest weekend in sports history. Seven game sevens across the NBA and NHL. We get into that as well as Tom Brady, when he finally retires at the age of 60 years old, will make $370 million doing something he's never, ever done before. We'll talk about that and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts or on sharetomedia.com and podcastwyoming.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. This morning, I am joined by the Sheridan County Commission Chairman, Lonnie Wright, <coughs> and Commissioner Tom Ringley. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Floyd. Morning, Floyd. Now, uh, how have things been down at the commission lately? 
Oh, it's Fast and Furious, Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> Never a dull minute down there. No, it's it's all good. We've uh, been uh, busy, um, not this week, but the last couple of weeks we've been busy with uh, um, budget talks. Yeah. We've had uh, um, a lot of the entities and also uh, many of the uh, department heads come and pitch their, their wants and needs, and uh, we... Still have uh, more work to do there, but that's just the process. So yeah, been working through that a lot. Yep. Now, uh, how is that going with the budget? I mean, uh, department heads, yeah. where do we spend the majority of our money? Well, uh, you could argue that, but I can yeah. tell you right now, we never have enough. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's never enough money, so... You know, a lot of our money, about 25% of it, goes towards sheriff and the detention center. Yeah, I figured it's it's usually law enforcement. About $5 million a year, including everything. So that's a big chunk of the budget. But an important one at that. I mean, Oh, hey, I don't begrudge uh, law enforcement or detention center one penny. I wish we could give them more and pay them more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. But because they really do a good job, and then you got food services. You got to provide health care, so we have contracts for that. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that detention center that oh, people ab- don't abs- think about. Absolutely. Huh? It's, so, uh, yeah, it's it's a huge a huge expense. The um, metal medical service that um, has to be there is is a huge expense. The food service, which has to be there, is also another big expense. On top of you know all the regular expenses that you have with any facility like that so yeah but that's it that's quite common cities counties i mean i i imagine probably even states law enforcement is usually uh if not the top one of the top two expenses that they have to deal with oh yeah and, and we're we're lucky with the law enforcement we've got you know the sheriff's department i think they really do a great job and the police department Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cooperation between them, you know. There have been past years, long time ago, when, you know, there was a little bit of competition or friction or whatever. But you don't see that anymore. They just work hand in hand and they get the job mm-hmm. done. And I'm really glad we got the folks on board that we do, you know, the sheriff and chief of police and uh, all the deputies and officers. So we're <clears throat> we don't seem to have any of the issues in Sheridan that are, challenging law enforcement like you see in other places you know reduce mm-hmm. the numbers so we're just really really living a good place and uh probably because we have good law enforcement as yeah. a part of it mm-hmm. yeah and i love their technique on policing uh and the sheriff's approach to taking care of the county both of them very community-minded type of policing it's it's a little bit different than what i've seen in other areas right uh you know they're much much more focused around here on transparency and answering questions of citizens, uh, you know, with we've got coffee with a cop. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, very similar events that the sheriff holds out in uh, the smaller rural communities around here. He likes to go out there. Outreach, right. Yeah, and yeah. ask, you know, hey, w- w- what are your concerns and how can I help? Yeah, and I guess to their credit, I would add that. I know the sheriff and the under sheriff, and I assume the the police. I, have, I don't have any experience with any of these, but I know just from talking with them that a lot of times, if there's a a, a traffic stop and it's and it's you know 
maybe it's an education problem. So they will try to yeah. uh, school them on, you know, this is this is the way it should be. This is what you did. And instead of hammering them with a God knows how much yeah, uh, citation. ticket, yeah. citation, they, they, they give them a warning and, and they talk to them. And, I mean, I think that's awesome. Again, that community-minded, mm-hmm. you know, it I, – I, I believe it was uh, the chief of police and, and um, Captain Tom Ringley. Uh, we were having a discussion, and, and I think it was the captain who said, you know, what good is it to cite somebody and send them on their way if they don't actually know what they did wrong in the right. first place? Yep. Right. So we're just going to have a reoccurring event. It's better to educate and uh, send people on their way as opposed to just give them a citation. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to the budget, uh, Tom, you and I talk about this quite a bit. Uh, did anything surprise you this year uh, with department heads uh, when it comes to spending or, or maybe some of the, the projects around here due to inflation and, and supply issues? No, uh, they pretty much held the line. You know, my hat's always off to the elected officials and department heads. They don't come in with pie in the sky, you know, numbers. They, want, they just want what they need to operate their organization effectively so you know there was some there was some in, increases but nothing shocking mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and, you know we commissioners made the decision to uh, up the elected official salaries this year uh, except for the commissioners and uh, and and everybody else gets a pay raise too so you know we just believe in and we we made that determination and we just added it to what they brought in with last year's Pay scale, yeah. So, so you know that's bumped it up a little bit. But uh, like I said before, all the people that work for the county are citizens of Sheridan County, and we need to look after them just like any employer needs to look after their people. But no, no big surprises. The big, the big thing about this budget this year is we've got <clears throat> we're able to do a lot of uh, capital construction projects that have been delayed for years, mm-hmm. and uh, with the ARPA funding, you know, we got uh, three and a Point four million dollars ARPA funding for this next year, so we'll be spending that on some really major projects. Yeah, let's talk about some of those. Uh, <clears throat> out of those capital construction projects, uh, w- which one would you say is that was the most needed here <clears throat> in the county? Don't want to hog the program here, Lonnie. Do <laughs> I mean, I'll be glad to answer you. Just, we're, we're teammates. Oh, we're, there you go. He's got it right in front I'm, of I've got a I've got a short list, and I've got a longer list. But uh, I don't know about the importance, but um, because we have funding, which we haven't had, you know, it's only my second year on the commission, but I just know from talking to folks like Tom and other people who have been around, we haven't had funding for some of these other projects that we just get putting on hold, you know, oh, another five minutes, oh, another year, yep. oh, another 10 years on some of them. And so one of the main ones that I think a lot of people are looking forward to is the um, restoration and 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 um, uh, kind of maintenance that's been put off for a while on the historic courthouse. Um, that is... Uh, something that has been put off and put off and put off because we just didn't have the funding. Now we have the funding, so we're we're doing some a lot of drainage work on the outside, a lot of fixing loose bricks and loose you know bricks and yeah, stonework. The, the, the mortars, mortars, the mortars gone. deteriorated because of 
you know, the drainage system is shot you yeah. Know, yeah. over the years. So the, so the drainage, instead of getting away from the building, it's 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 deteriorating the building. So we're, we're going to be fixing that up. Another big project that I know is exciting, I think, is we're going to have we're we're going to have our own morgue and our own coroner's office, and that is probably something that will happen next year. Um, uh, we're still working on the details of that. Um, another exciting project, which has been put on hold for quite a while, is the Brook Street Green Space project, and that. Um, you may or may not know the the street next to the courthouse on the west side is has been <clears throat> blocked off for the last couple of years. Apparently, there was a an accident where someone came down the hill during the summertime and they didn't quite get stopped in time, and they tagged somebody at the crosswalk. And from then on, I think they blocked it off. It's just too dangerous. It's always been shut off in the winter, but now it's shut off 100% of the time. And so we're going to uh, do a project to make a space that is uh, not only for folks in the courthouse, but the public in general can, well, there'll be a path up and down the hill. It'll be, it'll be ADA um, uh, accessible. Um, there'll, there'll be an area, almost like a little bandstand kind of picnic area, bandstand area, kind of like halfway up uh, the, the, the models I've seen. So it's, it's, you know, lots of trees and bushes and flowers, and so it's going to be it's going to be a, a cool space and a real asset to have right next to the courthouse. Um, I've got a whole list of them. Yeah, Lord. fire away. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, this 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 ARPA funding, a lot of uh, uh, government organizations that I've talked to have basically said, okay, this this in a way is our wish list. Yeah. You know, this these are the projects and the things that. We would have put off, like you said, been put off again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But we've got this big chunk of money. Mm-hmm. It's got to get spent somehow. Yeah, there's rules attached to it, yep. but th- those are starting to loosen up quite a bit. I mean, exactly. Uh, all yeah. the way back in April, I can remember that they loosened them up a little. Mm-hmm. So let's really take advantage of it. I mean, it's here anyway. Yeah, and we're trying to do stuff that is. Th- we're trying to do stuff that is public, you know, that is you know, citywide or countywide is an advantage to the to the citizens or the public and the most amount of people. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, so we've Tom. actually we've got a caller here real quick. Oh. Uh, we'll take this call and then we'll continue on with the ARPA list. Uh, go ahead. You're on Public Pulse. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, I recently had an occasion to spend some time in the jail. And uh, I got to admit, the food sucks. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, not a big fan of the food at the jail. Well, uh, fortunately, I have not spent any time in the jail, and I don't know what the food quality is, but... Um, I, I would assume the clothing and footwear options would not be very well desirable either. Desirable right? either yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, institutional food by its very nature, I mean, no, don't think you can expect gourmet meals in a jail. Right, <laughs> right. Um, Probably I, very low amounts of salt in that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, 
I'm I'm sorry our caller had a less than satisfactory experience with the food. And I'm sorry he had an occasion to even have to sample it. Yeah, right. Yeah, go. that's yeah. yeah. Uh, hope uh, hope things get better for right. you out there. You uh, know, I, I, the, the, the the Morgan uh, Coroner's office sounds like kind of you know why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, and for years and years we've relied on funeral home directors. You know, the coroner's office has always been associated with a funeral home. And that's uh, no longer the case. At least it's not going to be from now on because uh, P.J. Kane, the coroner, is not going to run again, and we have a couple candidates for coroner that are not associated with funeral homes. So we need a proper professional place where they can, you know, pretty serious business doing autopsies and taking yeah, care of yeah. People in that situation, so we just mm-hmm. thought we needed to bite the bullet and give the coroner a proper place to work, mm-hmm. you know, and and a proper place to do the things that a coroner has to do, with regards to um, the remains of people. So yeah. Now, now, do you think <clears throat> do you think we would have actually ended up building this eventually? But uh, but way down the line, I mean, was this one of those projects where you? You had the ARPA funding. You knew you were going to have to spend it somehow, and so you said, you know what, to heck with it, let's do it. Uh, but it would have eventually uh, been saved up for? Yeah, we, we, we would have continued to do workarounds, um, but th- this is the opportunity to do something that uh, it's only kind of become important in the last few years, I think, that we knew we needed to do this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so now we have the opportunity to do it, so we're going to do it. And how that green space? Have you guys you've seen some plans on that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, very impressive. They had a um, presentation. It was open to the public. There was only maybe five people there from the general public, but um, yeah, everyone was very positive about it. That was there, I think. So, and it's yeah. a good space. Uh, it's just it's challenging. It's it's, it's yeah on a hill. Isn't you it? you have to make a wheelchair accessible, and and to do that, you can imagine the switchbacks back and forth to get up the hill, and and <laughs> vice versa. Um, but um, there's also going to be some additional parking um, at the top of the hill that is g- probably going to be a very handy thing to have for um, up in that area. Um, but yeah, it's a. It's an exciting. It's an exciting thing that um, will be. I hopefully think will be happening this spring versus or slash summer. Really? Yeah, We're I think so. Breaking ground sometime yeah. this year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, when we continue, we will continue talking about budgets. We've got uh, flood planning right around the corner. We've got a whole bunch of topics we got to talk about. We will continue with our Sheridan County Commission. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Elison Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. 
Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. Is it time for a career change? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan Buffalo are currently looking to fill shift management positions that pay up to $18 per hour, and you can work today and get paid tomorrow. Improve your life with a new career. Benefits include IRA contributions, health insurance, paid vacations, tuition assistance, flexible scheduling, food discounts, and up to $18 per hour. Apply today in person for a shift management career at McDonald's in Sheridan and Buffalo. You've been procrastinating. Admit it. Your car's been needing a tune-up, but you've just been so busy being awesome. How awesome will that summer road trip be when your car breaks down, leaving you stranded? Perhaps scheduling an appointment with Midas to get that tune-up is a good idea. They'll let you know what needs fixing and what can wait. And right now, you can get big savings on tires, brakes, shocks, struts, and more. Keep your car running safely with a few more coins in your pocket at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Shop the Sportsman's Warehouse Memorial Day Sale Flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Through June 2nd, save up to $125 on Camp Chef burner stoves and ovens. Take 25% off Eureka Tents, 25% off Lost Kayaks, Paddles, and Boat Accessories. Save 20% off Hooks, Lines, and Swivels. Make your list in the Country Bounty Flyer and then make your way to Sportsman's Warehouse. Guaranteed best prices or they'll beat it. Open seven days a week in Sheridan. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. That's right. Hot Buys over on SheridanMedia.com. We have tons of items for you, all starting at half off of retail value. This week, we've got $25, $50, and $100 gift certificates to Midland Market. We have $25 gift certificates to the Fiber House, as well as $50 gift certificates to Aesthetica. We have those items and a bunch more, all starting at half off of retail value. Bidding is easy. Just go to SheridanMedia.com, click on the Hot Buys banner, find the items you're looking for, and place your bids. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8 p.m. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am joined by the Sheridan County Commission Chairman, Lonnie Wright, and Commissioner Tom Ringley. Now, Commissioner Ringley, you have a few announcements that you wanted to get out. What are those? I've got a couple, and I think Lonnie has one, too. Anyway, the, the courthouse is going to be closed on May 30th to observe Memorial Day. I should know that. And we just awarded uh, three scholarships. County Commission is able to give three scholarships every year. They're actually funded by the University of Wyoming, 1000 bucks apiece. So uh, we, uh, we have awarded three scholarships. And it's kind of interesting the way we do it. How do we pick the winners? Yeah. Well, we get all the students have to send in their records and their letters of uh, recommendation, et cetera. But all the names are redacted, so you can't see any names. Oh, wow. And then each commissioner reviews the folders and ranks the top four for three primaries and an alternate. And we don't do it together. We each fill out a separate form and turn it into our HR guy, Kenny Custis. And then he puts it all together, and, you know, the winners emerge. It's the most fair system I've that is been a great system with, you know there's yeah. no yeah. but anyway the three winners uh this year were uh 
Jake, uh, I promise. Jake uh, Massar from Tongue River High School and Isaac Otto from Sheridan High School and Julia Lovingood from Tongue River High School. So two of them were from Tongue River High School this year. Fantastic yeah. job, guys. So congratulations to those young people and uh, good luck in their college careers. Absolutely. And the scholarship's good for any college in Wyoming. So they can they can stay right here at the house and attend oh, Sheridan College oh, if they wanted to, yeah, and, yeah. and that money's yeah, good get, all over the state. Get a thousand bucks. That's pretty good. I, uh, I don't know <laughs> how long it's been since uh, some folks out there have been to college, but the price of books. Uh, this, this might cover. It. Oh, <laughs> that might cover it. Yeah. it, it and I mean, yeah. just it's astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Chairman Wright, you had one more announcement that you wanted to make. I I've got a couple, but I think one of them um, for sure is the uh, veterans exemption uh, for property tax and also I think vehicle um, registration um, is coming up. The deadline I believe is next Monday. So any veteran that is interested to do that, which I would think everyone would want to. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know exactly how much it saves. I'm going to say probably a couple hundred bucks, um, but a couple hundred bucks is a couple hundred bucks. And so I would encourage folks to get into the um, treasurer's office or the assessor's office, the assessor's office, and um, fill out the paperwork and get your exemption. And they're great about that. Just so you know, my fellow veterans out there, just so you know, they are absolutely fantastic about that. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I walked in there. I knew I had the exemption somehow. I use it for my license plates. This way okay. is how yeah. I use it. And she said, "You know what? Let me. I'll walk you through this. It's very easy. It's not a long process. It's not like something. You know. And what? You and once you there and do. once you've done it, you can call in. Yeah, oh, okay. you don't have to go up. Then they have it all right yeah. there. It's it's a very easy process. I I suggest any of us out there go ahead and take advantage of that. Now with flood season uh, right around the corner, if uh, if not here already, that that spring runoffs are really going to be coming down the hill soon. We have sandbag locations around the county, and I I know we've talked about this with Commissioner Haswell last time she was on, but I want to go over it one more time just to make sure that everybody knows. These sandbag locations are out there for you to go there, fill up the amount of sandbags that you feel you might need for the house, and take them home. Where are those locations at? Well, I know, being from Bighorn, that the Bighorn Fire Hall has a pile of sand and sandbags available. Also, I believe in Story, there's a supply. Um, Typically, at the fairgrounds, there's a supply. Um, I don't know about any other location Tom, is there any other? I'm trying to remember if there's anything out in Dayton or Rochester. I don't know about that. I, but yeah, but I the, guess I would encourage people to come if you need them, come and fill them and take them. Don't take more than you need. Take enough so you can do what you need to do and leave the rest for some other folks. Um, but, uh, yeah. And if, hope- you, if you get out there and the sand is low, or, or there's there's no sandbags, maybe not enough sandbags. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and give the county a call. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They, they watch it closely anyway, so if they're about to run out of sand, they'll get some more. And typically, I've I've been on a crew at Bighorn in the past filling sandbags yeah. because when somebody needs them, usually there's a whole bunch of people that need them. So um, through the fire hall, we would just show up and we would just start filling them and, and putting them on pallets and and then we had a, a skid steer to load them into somebody's truck 
so you don't have to handle them. I mean, that's the hard part about sandbags is actually, you know, lifting them and landing loading them and over unloading and over them, again, over yeah. and over again. So you talk about something that'll wear you out. That's, that's a good workout. So when that happens, if that happens, um, we would probably, uh, show up in force. Uh, and I'm sure stories the same way when they need them, a lot of people need them or one person needs them, several people need them. So, so kudos to the volunteer fire departments who do things other than fight fires. Absolutely. Yep. They're community yep. service. Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely. out there all the time helping out. And yep. I've been on uh, a few flood details here within the state, which really surprised me. Uh, you know, when I joined the Guard, I didn't realize that Wyoming flooded as, as much as she does. <laughs> but uh, we got activated uh, more than once, uh, transported out there, uh, Star Valley, believe it or not, where I grew up, we had a big old flood detail. Mm-hmm. Out of, and, mm-hmm. and Riverton, uh, Saratoga, we've had people all over the place. Mm. And and I ran a sandbag filling crew. I basically ran the night crew. And that's what we did all night long. That's a serious s- oh, situation man. when you have a night crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we filled all night long. And then uh, the other part of the unit woke up and transported during the day. Mm-hmm. And and we had this amazing way to get this full. Uh, we, we came up with you grab a parking cone, right? Flip it upside down. You got yourself a giant funnel. Mm-hmm. And then one guy'd hold the parking cone in that bag, and then you just toss that sand down that parking mm-hmm. cone, and you've got that sandbag full. That's what yeah. they have at the fairgrounds. They have a about three cones in a row, you know, fixed, so you don't have to hold them. Oh, fantastic! So that, that's how they do it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. These, it, it just it, it works so right. dang well that I thought I'd pass that on, <laughs> you know, because I know how it is. Floyd, I, I never not knew, have that too. I never knew you were a sandbagger. <laughs> sandbagger. Yeah. I've heard rumors, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, many times. <laughs> All right, uh, now uh, let's let's talk about uh, some construction projects for this year. Do we have anything in the pike? For this year, as far as roads, as far as bridges, anything that uh, the department heads have brought to you that uh, you've thought, you know what, that's a concern. Um, one of the things I know is coming up is to chip seal and overlay a bunch of uh, paved roads this this season coming up. Um, I don't know exactly. I think there's, I want to say there's only 25 I think it's 25 or 26. 25 or 26 miles of paved roads in the county. So I don't know if we're going to do all of them. I wouldn't even want to guess how much of it will get done, but um, that is a project that's coming up. Um, Another smaller project um, is the the first floor entrance on the courthouse. Um, It's it's kind of the northeast corner of the new new courthouse. The the windows are kind of a it's kind of a modern entryway, but anyway, it has some overhead windows and they are at a slant, and so the weather blows in there. And over the years, um, it's starting to deteriorate, and so there's a plan and a, and a project to redo those all the glass and all the doors and all and re, rebuild all that and get it back to where it should be. So. Uh, I, I assume, I think the courthouse was, that new addition was built, I think 1982, yeah. early 80s. So I assume this is all original stuff we're replacing. I think it's, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. Yep. yep. Been there a while. Exactly. Um, 
It's not a construction project, but the CMAC, you know, congestion mitigation, dust suppressant. We've been doing that, still doing it. They've done the eastern part of the county, mm-hmm. and uh, they're out west now. They just finished Wolf Creek, <clears throat> so that's in process. I guess it's on its kind of last legs. You know, mm-hmm. so we've been doing that all this time. Now, is that something that has to happen every single year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah those roads get used so much that yeah. it just kicks that dust up. Right. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how fast that, that'll deteriorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, makes you realize how many people are actually using those, those 28, yeah. 27 miles of road out there in the county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, was there any other ARPA fund projects that you wanted to touch on while we're here? Well, I think we covered, we got the sheriff's office basement. We're renovating the basement. Uh, we talked about the coroner's office, justice office. That goes along with the courthouse. That's a little little house in back of the courthouse, which is the original jail mm-hmm. and where the sheriff used to live. I think it was built in 1913, something like wow. that. Wow. And that's where the sheriff lived, and the jail was upstairs. Jail is still there, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, if you'd like to go see it, you can. It's it's original jail, graffiti and all. <laughs> and Floyd, the food there is probably not any better. <laughs> it's probably no better now. No, yeah, but it, but anyway, now that's where the justice office is now in that little building. So we're gonna try and do some interior work on. It's getting some exterior as well. We're trying to. Maybe do a little bit of interior wood restoration. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a couple other things, but uh, that's basically it. A lot going on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of of stuff in planning. The construction might not start exactly this year, but it's going to be, you know, soon in the next year or so. Mm -hmm. Forgive the pun, but laying the foundation for future construction projects. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. All right. We've got another caller. Uh, Good morning, caller. You are on Public Pulse. Yes, thank you. I'd like to make a major complaint about the Road and Bridge Department. They do not take care of the county roads like they should. It's been over a month since we've had anybody out here on County Road 1211 better known as Lower Washboard Road. (laughs) Where in the world have these guys been? It's been a month. And when they come down, they just barely hit the snow. They left ruts everywhere, and we've got potholes out here. It sounds like a drum with the school bus going by and all the horse trailers and all the other activity that's going on out here. Why don't you guys get out of the office and go drive these county roads at least once a week? You've got more things to do instead of sitting in the office. All right. Well, he's uh, upset about, what was it, 12-11, lower uh, washboard road. So, uh, imagine, uh, County and bridge road, road, County and bridge going to head out there and get that taken care of. Now, we huh? will, we will talk to the road and bridge folks and, and make sure that they, um, uh, pay attention and, and get some, some satisfaction for that person. All right. All right. Now, uh, moving on down the line, there, uh, also were some concerns that were brought up uh, during the the last commission meeting concerning property taxes, now these concerns, uh, <clears throat> are, I mean, they're viable. One thing that I do want to say, you know, everyone's worried about this place turning into another Jackson Hole. I can tell you uh, from my experience and from the people I've talked to, Sheridan will never be 
Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole is kind of one of those things that's an oddity. We'll never get that bad. But the property taxes around here certainly have gone up. That is a fact. So someone suggested that uh, commissioners could could lower mills. Is that is that within your power? Is that something that we could actually do? And if so, what would that mean? Well, I can I can talk to that a little bit. Um, I, I believe, and Tom, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We have control over 12 mills in the property tax uh, billing um, scheme, um, and this is this has been thrown around a little bit. But honestly, talking to Paul Fall, the county assessor, we we just when when the fir- when the tax bills first got mailed out and when I got mine <laughs> mine were up as well as everybody else's I know it's painful but to talk to Paul uh, about I went to talk to Paul about lowering you know what if we lowered from 12 to 10 for the total taxation and his example was if you had a say you had a, a for round numbers a $100,000 property which that does not exist probably, but say for round numbers, $100,000 property, you lower the tax bill from 12 mils to 10 mils, you're going to save $19 on your tax bill. And really? So say you had a $500,000 property, you know, if you multiply 19 times 5, I think it's $95 you'd save. Um, you know, it's a savings. It, it would It would save that property owner that much which would be a little bit, but what it would do, it would kill the county. If you multiply that savings by all the properties in the county, which are hundreds and hundreds, um, we would be left with not enough money, I'm afraid, to to provide services that people count on. Yeah, uh, like even, uh, this road out even, here. Even though County Road 1211, which is also known as Washboard Road, is Washboard Road, there wouldn't even be a road probably to, yeah. to drive on because – um, we wouldn't have money for gravel. We wouldn't have money for fuel. We, you know, it's just, uh, it's kind of the domino effect. Um, so that's the way I look at it is to provide the services for the folks out in the County. We, we levy those taxes. Yeah. You know, the thing to remember is we're, we're, we're talking about the 12 mills for the County, you know, uh, there's also mills for school districts. I mean, 70% of it goes to school districts mm-hmm. anyway. So we're talking about messing around with, you know, our education. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a compound problem, but I don't think lowering the mills is the answer. But the fact is that our valuation is increasing, which makes a mill, you know, worth more. And, you know, just look around you with all construction. You know, our valuation valuation now is up around $600 million. It's almost up a couple hundred million from maybe six, seven, eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. wow. So, you know, and, it, and, it's, and it's all ours. Like I've said before, none of it is to do with minerals, maybe like 3%. It's just our valuation of, you know, the, what we have here in Sheridan County. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, you know, it's it's a noble thought to say we'll just cut the mills and save us some money. Uh, cutting the mills is not going to save an individual much money at all, and it's a cumulative effect of the mill system that, you know, gives us the capability to pr- provide, you know, people what they need. And there is an increased demand for services. 
Yeah. Yeah. And somewhere we, we may, you know, there may be a shortfall someplace like this road, which we'll look into. But basically, you know, uh, things cost a lot of money to do. And uh, if people want to have the things the county offers, then we got to pay for them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the battle itself, yeah. isn't it? i got to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we're going to continue with our Sheridan County Commission. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Elison Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Elison Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. What if you had more time to manage your business operations, sell your products, or take a vacation? What if you had someone to pay your bills, handle your payroll, or watch your bottom line? Let the accounting professionals at Harker Mellinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service as well as adding useful management reports for your business. Call or visit Harker Mellinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. And remember... The initial consultation is always free. The 38th annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby is happening Memorial Day weekend at Lake DeSmet. Get ready for a fun-filled weekend with a great old sport. The lake is located on I-97 miles north of Buffalo. There are $100 to $2,000 tank fish, a total of over $50,000 in cash and prices, including a Polaris Sportsman 570 Trail ATV. The 38th annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby, May 28th through the 30th. And thanks again to our great sport. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Our annual open house at Heartland Kubota is this Saturday, May 21st. Hi, this is Krista with Heartland Kubota. Come celebrate our open house this Saturday from 9 to 3. We have a good selection of 25 to 35 horsepower compact tractors, just perfect for that hobby farmer. And if you don't have that farm yet, we will have a petting zoo so you can get your cute fix without the hassle. Come enjoy refreshments, prize drawings, and some awesome company from 9 to 3 this Saturday for our annual open house at Heartland Kubota, 2450 Heartland Drive. It's going to be a party. The lot continues to change daily at Hammer Chevrolet, Troy Baker. Bob, we've been moving a lot of quality pre-owned vehicles lately. Today on the lot, we have a 2018 Lincoln MKX Reserve for $38,595, a 2018 Volkswagen Tegan Select Premium, and it is priced at $32,995. If you have an extra vehicle that you no longer need, we continue to pay top dollar for pre-owned vehicles. Call us or we'll come out and make you an offer. The lot changes daily at Hammer Chevrolet. They're at one. 70 Stouser online, hammerchevy.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. Now, this morning I am joined by Sheridan County Commission Chairman Lonnie Wright and Commissioner Tom 
Ringley. Now, we were talking about property taxes, and uh, uh, Chairman Wright has got an announcement that he would like to make that will help you out. Chairman? Yeah, just before we get out of time, I wanted to, to announce that there is a property tax refund uh, program that is through the state, obviously. Um, the deadline to apply for that refund is June 6th. So um, there's some, you know, there's some restrictions about who can get refunds. But um, one thing that I know is some of the rest- well, some of the restrictions are your your basic um, uh, assets have to be uh, below 133,000, and that does not include your home. It does not include a 401k pension. It does not include your vehicle. So. There's a real opportunity, I think, for folks to apply for this and get a refund for, um, and this is for 2021. So this is last year's taxes. Um, This is a program that the legislature funds. Hopefully they'll fund it again this year. And so this year's painful tax bill could be refunded next year. But um, for more information, you just log into revenue.yo.gov and you'll see the application uh, online there. I know also in the treasurer's office and the assessor's office, they are helping people um, sign up for this program. I hate to flood the offices with people, but I also want to see folks um, get uh, the best bang for their best yeah. bang for their buck and and get their tax bills reduced if it's if they qualify. So that's um, that's June sixth is coming up like a freight train. So get your get yourself. Um, the application printed off, get it filled out, and get it into the courthouse. Absolutely. You know, we're talking about these property taxes. They're going up all over. Here's your chance. Uh, jump on down there. See if you can't save yourself some money. Get some of that money back, folks. Uh, now, uh, moving on, how how are things out at the airport? Uh, the, the airport's doing very well. If you, I went up there yesterday to a uh, little function they had up there. There was not one place to park in a parking lot. Really? Which is why we did the new parking lot for expansion. But what it tells you is unprecedented number of people are flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just crazy. And so mm-hmm. things are going things are going well up there. You know, the air service is being reliable and it's being used. And uh, right now the uh, State Aeronautic Commission uh, is having their statewide meeting here. In fact, they're in our boardroom right now having their meeting and they were on a tour of the airport yesterday and some other airports as well so things are going well at the airport we're looking forward to getting the construction started on the other end of the terminal the new baggage handling area that's that's in planning and work so Mm -hmm. so things are going well at the airport in a nutshell fantastic and now i know we were waiting on that big x-ray machine uh, or I don't know what they call it, but that's pretty much what it is, right? It's exactly, a, yeah. yeah. Or a, you can cook a hot dog in it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the TSA staff starts putting on lead vests, I'm going to start getting yeah, worried. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, has that arrived yet, or is that still on route? I don't know that it's arrived. I, I do not know. I don't, I don't believe it has. Yeah. I know um, the airport manager, John Stopka, did say that they wanted to have the area vacated where it was going to live when it arrived because they did not want to have to move it from storage to the airport area because it's so difficult to move and it takes special 
people to calibration. You know, to, yeah. yeah, I mean it's a it's a instrument that takes all kinds of adjustments and calibrations. They don't want to be monkeying around with it. So I think I, I'm guessing it has not arrived yet. Now, uh, moving on, is is there room to grow at the business park? Uh, is there another lot available, or are we exploring, maybe expanding that out at all? No, we have we have a, on the books a tentative future plan to expand it, yes. And we're looking at that right now. I'm not sure, exactly sure when we're going to do it, but we definitely have a, a a plan in place to do it. Yeah, yeah. So what we have now, phase one, which is virtually yeah. filled out, all all full. Phase two is just further to the, I believe it's south of phase one, kind of south southwest of phase one. So yeah. um, that is in the in the works for planning, and of course it you know takes paved roads and gutters and water lines and power lines and gas lines and all that infrastructure Fiber, all of it oh yeah. yeah everything has to be put in and that and you can imagine what that costs so but that's uh ongoing and and in the future now uh, i don't have a whole lot of time left but uh do we have an update on falcon cars uh where's he at in his operation right now uh he's doing all the stuff you need to do to get ready to go you know I'm, we're looking at some construction i think this summer He's continuing to get machines in, so, you know, so he needs more room to put his machines. So he's working. We, I was talking to him yesterday. He's he's going ahead. It's going to happen. Fantastic. That yeah. is great news to hear. Yeah. That'll be a great addition to Sheridan, and it'll give uh, so many individuals a good job, which mm-hmm. which is really what yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to is some folks being out there and being proud of uh, what they do. You, you know, the other thing is that there was a, if I can mention, in the, another media outlet, they did an interview with him, and he talked about what he's doing up there. This guy is really aware of the local situation. He's aware of he's aware of traffic. He's you know he, he's aware of the impact this will have. And he, he's willing to do all he can to minimize that because he understand he likes living here. You know, mm, yeah. he wants wants to make it good, but he wants to do his project. So, I think uh, you know, a couple people aren't happy. Um, but uh, I and think, there were some questions about the road out there. How yeah. are we going to get so many trucks, big rigs, from right. there to there without yeah. destroying this little road? So that has to be worked out. But yeah. you know, uh, it's like you know, if you live if you buy a house near an airport, you know, you can't really complain about. The, the traffic, and if you buy it next to a business park, you know you got to expect some things are going to happen there. Business well. takes place, but he's right. he's committed, and so are we to making it as painless as possible and beneficial. All right, commissioners, thank you so much for coming in and talking with me this morning. It's always a pleasure. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 9:30 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., 
Member FINRA, SIPC. If you've been thinking about building your dream home, Vista West is the place to be. Hi, it's Jack and Kathleen Wood from Best Real Estate. You're right, Jack. With five to seven plus acre lots starting at around 250000 Vista West is just what you're looking for. With less than three miles from downtown Sheridan. You heard her, folks. I'm right. Wait, what? Building your luxury dream home with natural landscaping and views of the Bighorns, Vista West is Sheridan, Wyoming's premier executive building site. Call Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307-763-1249. It's time to live your life the best at Vista West. And I was right. Brokered by EXP. Heads up. Whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. It's Captain Clean here, and cleaning season is back. Let our cleaning experts freshen up your carpets and furniture. Let our HVAC experts clean your ductwork and air conditioning for maximum performance paired with clean air this season. Bring your area rugs to our shop and have our rug cleaning experts freshen them up. Cleaning season is back. Call Captain Clean, 672-0726, and let's clean. We clean more for you. Are you facing foreclosure or pre-foreclosure and you don't know what to do? Do you want to still be able to walk away with some equity before you lose your property? Why our innovation is here to help. Why our innovation will come to your home, evaluate the value, and make your cash offer with minimal bank involvement. You can avoid the foreclosure process, keep your record clean, and walk away with some equity. Find out more at whyourinnovation.com or find them on Facebook. I'm talking with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. Spring fever is in the air, and it's time to dust off the cobwebs and get those toys ready for the mountain. Okay, I'm in. After sitting all winter, it's a good idea to change the fluids and make sure that your toys are ready before you head up the mountain. Or maybe you're shopping. Stop in and check out our inventory of Can-Am and Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. We'll help you find the one that's right for you. Sheridan Honda, your power sports headquarters. Stop in today. From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP, News Talk 930. K-R-O-B, Sheridan.